I want to give a big shout out to Wiseco Performance Products carrying a full line of forged pistons, precision forged clutch baskets, clutch hubs, crankshafts, forged connecting rods, valves, and more for just about any motorcycle, ATV, snowmobile, personal watercraft, outboard, marine, and automobile on the planet. For one name, one solution, visit Wiseco.com. So September is Prostate Cancer Awareness Month. I didn't know that till I got this uh, press release that I'm reading right now. And zero... The Zero Prostate Cancer Run Walk is returning to Des Moines for the fifth year in a row. It's coming up on September 28th. In studio with us to talk about it is the race director for the Des Moines area, Mark Good. Mark, welcome to Pit Pass. Thank you very much. Appreciate the introduction. I appreciate what you're doing for for uh, prostate cancer awareness. Can you talk to us first about Zero? And uh, I know that you, you, off air we were talking, you said there's there's uh, races and, and walks all across the United States. Yeah, I'm still trying to get them to get one in Hawaii, and then I'm going to be the director there. <laughs> we'll see <laughs> how well good. that goes. But, uh, yeah, this weekend alone, there's uh, nine races going on uh, all across the country. Um, a lot of them on Saturday, but there's one on Sunday up in Syracuse, New York, as well. Think so, you'll make that one? What's that? Think you'll make that uh, one? You never know. Yeah. <laughs> so you, we've, we've got uh, – and, you know, breast cancer – gets tons and i guess maybe it's fun to talk about boobs or something i don't know what it is but breast cancer seems to be the one that everybody talks about right and and you see the pink ribbons and i think it's great and i'm not i'm not downplaying i don't think that it shouldn't have the attention that it's gotten but prostate cancer doesn't maybe it's not as fun to talk about or or what but it doesn't seem to get the attention that that uh, breast cancer does um so prostate cancer is something that affects how many a lot of people well here's the thing is uh for men and for women the top killer in cancer is lung cancer either side next in each one breast cancer for women prostate cancer for men the numbers exactly the same one in nine Mm -hmm. for breast cancer one in nine for prostate cancer is a killer and so the 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 main thing or what i always hear is if you get tested and you get it diagnosed early you can beat it. Is that right? That is correct. Uh, the one thing with prostate cancer is it's simple to get tested. It's a, it's a blood test like any other. And, um, you know, you get your cholesterol checked. They do a blood test on it, right? Same tube. You don't have to even be stuck twice. So, uh, And then, of course, you do the rectal exam. They have to do that, too. But Yeah, see, uh, that's... Uh, uh, yeah, that's the guy. The guy's kind of, yeah, he's doing that happen. But, you know, you really have to have both. Um, you know, the, the PSA can be low, uh, normal is about one, but it rises with age. Um, but it can go up a bit over with age. But you can have a low PSA, two to three, and still have prostate cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you catch it early, you're going to be at five years nearly 100% survival. It's 99.97% survival. If you don't catch it early and it gets out of the prostate, you're stage three, not stage four, but just stage three, that drops to 26%. So I, I I know PJ, you just turned the big five zero, and and I know you've been requesting the finger for many many years, and they finally <laughs> yeah. will finally get it. they finally caved in. <laughs> <laughs> Something caved in. I uh, dude, I've got a lot of anxiety about is I mean it's two thousand and twenty almost. It's almost twenty twenty. Yeah. Is there not a better way than putting a finger in my butt? No, I don't I think mean, there is. I mean, why can't they do something? Don't they have some sort of imagery? They can take a picture or something. 
Yeah, well, you talk to the insurance companies. Uh, they have imagery, and it's way better than it is now. But it doesn't tell them that that's cancerous either. The, yeah. the you know they have to do biopsies on material that are removed and things of that nature, right? What's what's that? Don't they do uh, biopsies on material that's removed? And well, yeah, that's that's after they suspect that there might be you know a, a high PSA, then they do the biopsies. Oh, that means they snip something up there. And, <clears throat> ooh, I, I've buddy. had four of those, four sets of those. I had one in. Uh, uh, north here in Fort Dodge. I had two at the Iowa City, and then again here in Fort. Do they uh, put you to sleep for that? Uh, the first one, no, it's a local. The second one, I did. Uh, with, they did six. The first one, that's just a general general one. Everybody gets at a base. Then they take twelve cores the next time. I was just, I was awake for that one because oh. I had to drive home. Oh. It got tough at the eleventh one. Uh, the next time that I had it done, they did twenty seven, and I was out. Yeah. And then I had 18, and I was out for that one. So I'm assuming you had prostate cancer, or you did? Not you until the very end. So I had four sets before they found it. It took them two and a half years and four sets of biopsies, 63 total cores before they found my cancer. And, and then I kept you're, adding. And you're good I kept to go going now. at it. What's that? You're good to go now. I'm good to go. I'm five and yeah. a half years clean. Yeah. Clean wow. and cancer-free. Wow. Sober-free. So, <laughs> so, uh, so. Talk about the event you got coming up. Uh, how do people get involved? How do they do they how do they do they register there? Do they have to do it online? What's the deal? Do you get a T-shirt? Do you get? I see you got a cape and a yeah, there's all kinds of cool stuff. You know, um, we we have our hair event in Des Moines, but like I said, there's nine races across the U.S. Uh, this weekend alone. We have 48 uh, throughout the series of the whole um, up and through. I think it's uh, November, possibly even. Um, but they go to zerocancer.org. And right there, it's on the left side. Just click run, walk, and type in your zip code, and it's that easy to find a uh, race near your house. And how did, where does the money go? I mean, does it go for I mean, where, where, research, or what is it? Yeah, well, some of that goes to research. Uh, zero is uh, gives back eighty four cents to the eighty five cents of the dollar goes back to uh, the foundation, and that which is the highest of any kind of charity like that that does that. Um, we. Uh, um, I, I go to D.C. every year to get more funding for that. You talk yeah. about breast cancer, they get $130 million a year. Wow. Prostate cancer is $110 million. We're fighting for that. Um, so women have re- really led the way on, on a lot of that with it, too. They do at my house, too. Yep. Yeah, <clears throat> That's they, the way the paycheck goes. Interestingly enough, though, um, the money comes out of the Department of Defense and uh, the National Institutes of Health. But the money we're talking about oh, is out of the Department of Defense. It is not out of NIH with it. Yeah, it's discretionary funding, so they have to go back every year and decide whether or not they're going to fund those projects for each of us. Wow. So Okay, so September 28th, I know we have a guest on hold. Mike Witowski is going to be joining us. Um, September 28th is the event. It starts at 9 o'clock. Where do they go here in in the Des Moines area for this? So ours in Des Moines here, it's going to be a principal park. Starts at... they can register online. They can register the day of the packet pickup, which is Thursday. They can register the day of the race. They can do that. But uh, locally, and all the races are, are essentially similar, but we have um, a survivor's uh, tent where the survivors can go to. Guys can just mingle, eat coffees, and uh, eat uh, cookies, donuts, and drink coffee. Um, but we got a kids dash or dads. The kids dress up as their superheroes. That's cool. We have the Iowa League of Heroes that comes out. Uh, we got a dancing taco here in town. Uh, Fuzzy Tacos brings that out. So every, everyone has a little flavor to their own one. Um, our race starts. It's a 5K run, 5K walk, a one-mile walk. Um, and the kids will go on the, the walk with the parents. Um, but afterwards, we're going to have free beer. We're going to have free wine. I love free beer. Yeah, best kind. And, and we're going to have breakfast burritos. 
I, so break, so you're going to drink beer with your breakfast burrito. I <laughs> Absolutely. love it. That's right up my alley. Yeah, they gave up the yogurt for the good stuff. But, uh, you know, we can't do this without our sponsors. And, and the biggest sponsor we have locally is the Iowa Clinic uh, to help sponsor that. And, um, you know, every every dime counts for all of this that goes back to help men um, find find a better way to get a better PSA, better imaging. Um, there's three new drugs that have come out uh, since that Zero has funded the research here. Uh, to get more medication for men and prostatic, metastatic prostate cancer. But they're expensive is the problem. Awesome. Yeah. Well, Mark, thank you very much for what you're doing. Thanks for coming in and, and talking to us about it on the show. I appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome. You know, we, we, we have a golf tournament, too, that guys get into. Places do that. A lot of a lot of places do top golf uh, that they have uh, – games there in different towns so there's a lot more to zero in different places that we do we do a, another one here it's kind of fun in the spring we do uh, uh bras beers and boxers so we do it at a local brewery we've done that for three years at the breast cancer group so it kind of brings both groups together so you actually fight the women yeah sort of like that I'd but like we that. gotta say bras Perfect. first to get the guys in the in the deal you know all right so get checked that's that's the key don't be don't fear the finger ID. get in and yeah it's, it's tough but it, it, believe me I've had i'm not there i'm not old enough so i have to worry about it yet, yeah well <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. That's All right. right. So it's uh, w- one more time the website. Website is zerocancer.org and just go to run, walk, and type in your zip code. That's the easiest way to find it no matter where you're at in the country. Okay. Mark, thank you very much. Thank you for your time. Appreciate uh-huh. it. All right. So uh, the GNCC series, Grand National Cross Country, has been on hiatus for quite a while now. And there's a new addition to the schedule. It's in. It's called the Black Sky GNCC. It's at the Johnson Family Farm. And uh, it's about time we go back off-road and talk about it. So uh, on the show, we're going to have Mike Witowski, who's currently in second place in the XC2 250 Pro Class with eight top five finishes so far, including four podiums. And he looks to improve on his last year's uh, overall finish where he finished six. So we bring him on now, Mike Witowski. Welcome to Pit Pass. How are you, buddy? Hey, I'm good. How are you? Good. Did I get all that right? Was that what your uh, your second with eight top five finishes? Is that right? Four podiums. Yeah, sounds about right. Well, congratulations. Solid yeah, year. You. It's been a been a good year for me, and um, yeah, looking to build the last four for sure. What have you been doing over the break? Um, honestly, just kind of hired a new trainer and just kind of got on the right track and try to fix up my mistakes and hopefully the last four um yeah work on those those flaws i had who's your trainer uh his name's coach rob he's uh i don't know if you know him or not rob bean um he used to train ryan ryan dungy before alden yep we've had rob on the show i've I've visited with rob um there's no hope for me he said so we didn't uh we didn't have to worry about that, but it was a short interview. <laughs> he, 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 truth, um, yeah, of course we know Rob. He's uh, he's got a lot of street cred. I think it's uh, so. So when you have a trainer like this, Mike, uh, when when did you bring him on during the break? Um, so like right after um, our last GCC before break. Um, so that next week I brought him on, and then. So we've been working together for like the past two months now. So just uh, getting um, familiar with each other. And yeah, it's been good so far. So what was the last round? Was it Pennsylvania? Uh, yep. 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 Um, so, uh, so you bring him on and can you talk about what, 
what kind of stuff does he – I mean, because he's uh, – you know, is he is he more like of the physical side, you know, like the training fitness side of it, or is it a rider coach too? What did he do with you? I'm just curious. Because you're an off-road yeah. guy. He worked with motocrossers. That I didn't know he worked with off-road guys. I only thought of him as a, as a motocross trainer, but maybe it's all the same. Yeah, no, uh, he's been really good. He's a super smart guy, and uh, I learned quite a bit from him just just so far. And uh, yeah, so we got on board, and he um, did a bunch of like body analysis stuff just to learn my my um, my body and um, what it needs and all that stuff. And I just kind of went in with blind faith, and I think it's been good so far. And uh, lately, it's just been base training, I guess you could say, and just keeping the uh, the body up to par and not like overtraining. Um, I probably did that in the past. And I think with him, he's super smart and he'll look at my, uh, heart rate data on Garmin. And, uh, I think that helps a lot just from overtraining or just kind of saying like for this, uh, weekend, we have a good plan. And, um, yeah, I think it's all good. So we have Stu and Caleb and, and all those guys on, and we've talked about this, to the point where our listeners are probably bored. So I'm going to bring it up again. The uh, the heart rate that you guys run is like 200 or something insane for over three hours. And it's it's yeah. it's not physically possible to do that. But you guys... But are, everybody in there is doing it. But everybody's doing it. How do you address that? How do you... I don't even know how you get to your heart, to, to where your heart will go and be able to still push. I mean, it's got to be a tremendous amount of work. And maybe you're not there. I don't know what a what a uh, second place XE two guy, you know, physical fitness is compared to those guys. But I know you're 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 in great. You're in fantastic shape to be where to be able to accomplish what you have this year. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I classify myself as um, up there with those XE one guys. I mean, I've uh, trained with Caleb and all them guys just cycle rides and stuff. And I know I'm on par with them. Um, but yeah, like at the last race, I did some heart race stuff. And I think my average was 185 and max 190 something. So for three hours. So, and it was hot that day. I think that's, I mean, that's pretty tough. I don't, don't matter who you are, how fit you are. Um, if you're in that heart race zone, that's, it's hard. Yeah. That's insane. What's your body fat percentage? Do you know? Because it's like we talked, you know, it's it's extremely – and I asked because I had my body scanned yesterday just because I was curious. I'd lost some weight. And uh, it, uh, it – I'm just curious where – do you know where you're at? Not BMI, but like how much body fat you have? Um, I want to say 14%, but I'm not positive as of recent. That was about, I want to say, two months ago when we did our – calculations which is muscle and fitness magazine pretty much i mean yeah, it, it's that's, uh that's low 12 to 14 is is pretty awesome um yeah almost unheard of for but i guess as a as a professional athlete um what are you riding this year what do you what uh, anything different with your program um yeah so i'm doing all three series uh gncc national enduros and the sprint enduro series that we just finished up um like a week ago um, but yeah, just chasing all three of those on the beta, um, 250 RR at, the in GCCs and then the 300 at, the Enduros. So the 300 is a two stroke? 
Yeah, correct. And then same you ride a. With, uh, do same you, with the two fifty. Okay, so you're riding the two. Why would you ride the two fifty on one and not, or the three hundred on one and not the other? Just curious. Um. So I did some testing, and I actually like the three hundred for the the tighter enduro stuff. It kind of has a bottom, um, like good low end for that stuff. It's not as pipey, I guess you could say. Um, we kind of like to call it like the three stroke. You can lug it and ride it like a four stroke in a way. And, uh, so it's good. And that's, that's what everyone says about it. Like it or lump it. The guys who don't like it say it's not pipey enough. It's not like my two fifty. and the guys who love it say it's not very pipey. It's, you know, that is pretty universally how that bike is described. In, I rode my three in all the very various brands of it. I've been motocrossing all summer as you know, PJ, and on my 450, and I decided I wanted to ride off-road, and I went, uh, so there's this place in Iowa, Mike, that uh, they have a hill climb there, but it's an old quarry, and it's like a very physical track to ride, and it's it's really good. It's it's really fun. They could do a hard enduro there, I think, um, if they like, and it's and it's our, less than two hours from my house, so we went there Sunday and, and uh, rode my 300, and it just amazes me how they lug those those bikes will just pull you up the hill when you think, oh, I'm in the wrong gear or whatever. Just yeah, and I wouldn't and even traction's think, terrible. They're awesome when traction's bad. Wouldn't even think about it if I've been riding that bike all summer, but having coming off a 450, and I almost debated putting my 450 in the van before we left. And I but I took the 300 because I figured I bought it. I'm going to ride it. it. They're they're an awesome motorcycle. They're and and I'm yeah. I, I'm on a different brand than you, but still the 300 is just just a neat bike. It just the way it pulls yeah. and, and you can still rev mine up. It's it's good. Yeah, definitely. Um I think it's uh definitely a good bike for like the Enduros or um extreme Enduros or all that sort of stuff. Um yeah, I enjoy the the beta a lot. I mean they make a good three hundred. Have you done any of the e bike series that's been going on with the GNCCs? Uh, I have not. I I'll, I'll watch a lot of it. The main reason um, I haven't hopped in with them guys. It's just because it's honestly pretty demanding <laughs> right before our race day. So I think it's on Saturday. Um, so you'd be about smoked before the race on Sunday. I rode, I went to Loretta's and raced this year in the plus 40 class. And they have, and I have an e-bike and I was the only, I have a KTM e-bike and I was the only one there with a hardtail. I didn't know any different. And I showed up and Charlie kind of laughed at me, you know, Charlie Mullins. He's like, what is that thing? <laughs> and, you know, coming from a factory KTM guy, I was a little bummed to hear him say that. But yeah. uh, I rode that thing. Man, so much fun. And, yes, they work you. But uh, I think, do you have an e-bike? Yeah, I have a giant uh, trans. So do, what do you think of, what's your opinion on those? Do you think they're they're a good training source or do you think they're a crutch or both uh, i think i think they're awesome honestly i think uh like i know the the baker's dudes like use it for their heart rate zones to kind of keep in it um i mean i think it's good for us off-road guys as well like for the jeans for well i mean you can do like two laps on that thing and you're not tired um you can see the whole track um that's kind of what i use it for mainly i don't really train on it but um yeah i think it's a great tool i don't see anything wrong with them honestly well speak for yourself on uh, being able to do two laps not being tired so (laughs) back to that uh heart rate over 200 thing yeah so uh mike we are are uh i want to wish you luck 
in um, and we're gonna skip the commercial break, Jack. When you get the uh, the next guest, we'll just bring him on. But I want to wish you luck at, at the balance of the uh, the season, and also obviously at Johnson Family Farm this coming weekend. What are your expectations coming into this thing? You got to be pretty stoked having uh, Rob in your corner and and having a, a summer off where you're coming back and you're lean and mean and, and ready to go. You got to be got to be pretty wound up for it. Yeah, I'm definitely stoked. Uh, I think uh, the last two months or so have been good with Rob and just kind of building. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking for, obviously, a podium. Um, if I don't get on the podium, I think I'd be pretty disappointed. Um, and then the main thing, just the last the last four races this day, um, I think the, the championship is obviously pretty far-fetched. Um, but I know we can stay in that second spot, and that's a, that's a career that would be a career best for myself and I think Beta as well. So um, I think that would be a good goal. And then go into next year um, with the con- the confidence and uh, we can do good things. Are you signed with Beta for next year or is that still up in the air? Uh, still up in the air. Um, there's definitely a deal on the table. So just trying to get out everything all worked out. Yeah. Good. Um, so what, what do we have for races left? We have, we have the, the, this weekend and then what is it? There are another three races after that. You got Mount Morris and then that one in West Virginia and then Crawfordsville. Yep. Correct. So it's pretty, pretty simple, I guess, uh, four races. What's your favorite round? Uh, I'd have to say Ironman. Um, that's kind of, I grew up like, I want to say three hours from there. Sure. Um, and it's just, I don't know, my whole family goes, and it's just a good race. I, I did well last year there, and, uh, I mean, a bunch of people go, so I think it's pretty popular on the circuit. Awesome. Mike, good luck, man. We appreciate you coming on. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. Um, good, good being on. All right, we are going to go to our next guest. Uh, so down in Florida, we had a new, we had a new motocross race uh in the pro in the lucas oil series and it's ww ranch in jacksonville area and it's florida's number one ranked motocross track club 57 is brad jeraminski who is an an illinois guy if my memory serves me right i should know that because i think i saw him racing at some fair races back in the day but now he's his famous uh trainer guy and it's called club 57 i know a lot of racers that come to my racetrack here in iowa have been at club 57 and uh we had him on a while back he's moved his his entire operation to ww ranch so it's a big deal for him we had him on and his phone crapped out and i wanted to give him an upper another opportunity to come on and talk about it so we welcome brad jeraminski to- this is the story of the one as head of maintenance at a concert hall he knows the show must always go on that's why he works behind the scenes ensuring every light is working the hvac is humming and his facility shines with Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.